everybody, it's He Yang. Roundtable is thrilled to launch the UniTalk Challenge: Rising Stars of Roundtable. If you like the show and enjoy our discussions, why not take the stage yourself? Calling all university students, both undergraduates and postgrads, to engage in an English discussion on a topic that ignites your passion. Record your discussion, which consists more than one person, and send it to us at ezfmroundtable at foxmail.com. You could be the next rising star of Roundtable. An incredible opportunity awaits, so seize the moment. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable. I'm Lai Ming, joined by Niu Hongling and Yu Shun in the studio. Coming up, China's young internet users are following a new type of influencers: people who do live streams or upload content, showing them pursuing a Spartan lifestyle of learning, sometimes more than ten hours a day,、uh, dedicated to studying. Users say they get inspiration from these hardworking content providers. What do you think the influencers get in return? Also, we examine an interesting phenomenon indicating that we all use visual aids, or in some levels, to hear words. What can we do with this preview about ourselves? Now, on roundtable, before we officially start our conversation in the second half,、um, a little shout out to、uh, university students and graduate, postgraduates on joining our Uni Talk Challenge and try to be the rising stars of roundtable.、This、yeah, is- you can do it. This is actually a very interesting challenge. I hope. I think、uh, Yu Shun again.、Mm. You're young. You've just <laughs> left <laughs> college. And,、uh, in my memory, you were the kind of student who would love to take part in a lot of different competitions and to to shine on、I'm、different stages <laughs> and winning them.、Uh, not exactly because <laughs> I want to shine and、uh, but you did.、Them. You did no, shine. <laughs> let's don't say like that. But.、Um, I was thinking about that was a good opportunity to actually experience your uni life, and also, of course,、um, I think most of the competitions will give you gifts, no matter you win or not. So basically, that is the gifts of, of the experience and new yes, friends and exposed to different, a little bit different world than just your university life. Right, and especially the experience, because aside from you know just. Um, sitting in the classroom, when you are taking these competitions, you can actually learn something that is outside of the classroom, and、uh, it's always precious. And、um, that it's it, it's not that common that you can, you know, have your voice actually be broadcasted on national radio and now international radio. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah, so do that, guys. Go ahead and find your teacher or your classmate or your friends. Have a Really good conversation with them in English. Record the thing, edit a little bit, and send it over. Perhaps you'll be able to hear your own voice on roundtable.、Mm-hmm. It's always exciting to、uh, get exposed to people with like minds with you and be competitive about it. And,、uh, <laughs> guess what else is exciting? And、uh, watching、uh, content uploaded by people or uh, live streams uh, uh, done by people who claim that they are really focused on studying. In fact, sometimes they spend 
more than 10 hours starting every day. Um, and do, apparently, this is a new trend going on. Uh, that study influencers, that's what we call them. Yeah, but they call themselves study account S A E R. Accountants. Yeah, no, no, they're ca- calling them um, S A E R S. Oh, S A E R. It's actually a thing. It's a hashtag on uh, different platforms. Sayers. For example, <laughs> on Weibo,、uh, we've got this hashtag study account. That is actually a group that you can join. Now there are already 3.9 million accounts joining this group, so they、wow. care about what's been shared under this hashtag. And also on Douyin, China's TikTok, we can see around 4.6 billion viewers of these kind of videos under the hashtag or with the hashtag of study account. Did you say billion? I said billion, 4.6 billion. So that is really a lot, a lot of people sharing their studying experience. Um, so that they want to inspire or attract more viewers to follow their account,、mm. you can find study account or study with me. These are the hashtags、mm. you can look for,、oh. and there are actually different kinds of these. Uh, bloggers, these influencers. Let's call them influencers. These influencers, <laughs> because calling、sure. them study accounters just weird. <laughs> okay, study sayers. The thing is, <laughs> I heard the word Douyin, and I will never relate this platform with study because when you are just scrolling all of these short videos, how can you even focus on? Studying. See, that's when different kinds of influencers would come in place. The one you're thinking about, the concentrating on study ones. Actually, you can find them on Bilibili, for example,、mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes on YouTube and, as and well.、Red. Yeah,、mm. because they are the kind of live streamers that would accompany you when you study. It's、oh. like they would live stream their entire ten hour of study a day, and you would be able to study with them. It's like you have your very own companion when you study.、Mm-hmm. So you would start their live stream, put your little cell phone aside, and you start to study. And when you feel like, oh, I'm so tired, I need to play a game, you. Take a look at your phone. You see someone study already for four hours, and you feel inspired and motivated,、oh. and you want to continue. So that's the kind. But the kind that Yusheng has just mentioned on TikTok on Chinese Douyin, actually, they would upload a video with a really high speed. They would condense that ten、oh. hour into, for example, five minutes, and you see、mm. someone learning, for example, one subject for ten hours, and they have successfully finished that studying and making you feel like. Like, oh, they're doing this. I should do this too. And then you would turn off your phone, go hit the desk, and hit the books. You'll be really、uh, watching, literally watching someone's study frenzy. Yes,、uh, at multiple speed.、Oh, that's really insane. So we <laughs> we have we have been、uh, we we know、uh, things like that have uh, existed uh, for a long time. I think uh, uh, many years ago we've already talked about people who live stream their own、uh, study session as a way to、uh, get more people to supervise them, kind of、uh, get getting uh, the uh,、ah. getting the pressure that they need、uh, that that feel like they need to keep on with the studies, and also perhaps to share. That enthusiasm with whoever that's also doing the study.、Uh, maybe they're studying to、uh, to ace the col- college entrance examination or the postgraduate entrance examination. Kind of like a virtual or, or study a, group or a special kind of exam, like the like the legal examination,、mm. kind of, that kind of thing. So this kind of、um, content has already existed over the internet for quite some time. Why are we talking about it now? Is is there something new about it? 
Well, my feeling is that with different platforms, you kind of need all the different kinds of content, different theme to,、right. um, let's say, to go into the market and to meet people's needs. And apparently, with the current platforms such as Douyin, Kuaishou, and Bilibili, these are the new, plat- relatively new platforms、mm. that they do also need these kind of content. And now,、uh, on on top of that, I feel like these days more and more people started to have this anxiety of、mm. that I need to be better, I need to study more, I need to be a better version of myself. And having these kind of sentiment, when they spot on such content, they would feel the need to at least finish watching that five minute video. I think first of all, why it is viral because a lot of people are watching it,、mm. and so why are people watching it? Yes, and、um, that's why people need it. And、um, what you guys were saying that actually brings up brings up a little bit, you know, stereotype of me thinking about these kind of videos because you were saying that you they will just, you know, I, I what I was thinking is that they will just tell people、uh, what they are gonna do and then use a time lapse video and.、Um, And there must be a clock behind them,、uh. showing people that how long they have been studying, and in that way to kind of motivate people to start studying. And I think aside from that, another style is also getting more popular: is that they try to make their videos very delicate, with you know multi-angle of them studying and make,、oh. you know, and, and even including a process of making cup of coffee and then. Sometimes even making their own lunch. A sense of ritual. Yes, it's more like、um, creating a sense of ritual of studying, and in that way to make people think that studying is an enjoyable thing, I suppose, and then to make them want to study and to actually make people think that okay, I can also do something like that, and that is why they want to watch these kind of videos to actually motivate themselves to you know s- start studying. As early as possible. No offense to anyone, but there is an internet slang in China that I quite agree. That is, a good student only needs a pen. A bad student would need a grocery store.、Mm. A sense of ritual is just—I don't believe in it. A quick question:、uh, Are you more efficient if you have multiple cameras pointing you from from different <laughs> angles? That was also what I was thinking, and、um, that is also the reason why I'm not the target audience of this kind of. Videos because you don't study. <laughs> I don't study with these videos. <laughs> and actually, that is what viewers started to realize and started to point out. Because in the initial stage, viewers would like were like, "Wow, I love these kind of videos. They are very motivating, and they helped me to find my mojo to study again."、Oh. Too. But later on, more and more、uh, viewers started to leave comments in the comment area saying, "Really." What you do, I I、uh, zoomed out and I real I will zoom in and I realize what you do is just copying sentences on your、oh. notebook. You're not actually studying. And for some others, they would say you claim you're a student at a prestigious university, but it turns out you're not. So you're just lying to us and making us believe in you, believe in the merits of studying. Well, the merits of studying is real, but you are not. Mm, still, it's hard work. It's it's gotta be hard work. Even uh, copying uh, words from a book to、uh, a notebook, it's it's hard work if you keep doing it for several hours, like ten hours. I mean, especially when you live stream it. Why do people go to such length? Why do people do such hard work? What is it that they hope to achieve? Hmm. Um. I think. Um. There are a couple of types of these videos. We've mentioned some of them, and the. 
Um, the first one mainly stems from you know the positive and uplifting state presented uh, in their videos, which is more likely an like adrenaline shot for the audience or for the viewers, and this can provide them with a positive. You know, psychological suggestion for learning and encouraging encourage them to imitate and boost their learning motivation. And another type is, in my opinion, they can offer some viewers valuable advice because actually some of these, we、we'll、say, accounters or vloggers, they 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 are students from top universities.、Um, and in their videos, they often introduce methods they that can enhance their efficiency and. I think, in some way, probably can help、uh, some of the people who are watching these videos. And another one is what we mentioned before: the video just very soothing, and、uh, <laughs> you people just like these idea and this style of this kind of videos. As for the influencers themselves, some of them gain the、um, sense that a lot of people are watching them studying. So, like Liming said earlier, they feel like they're supervised. They can continue studying. A few、after. hundred pairs of eyes watching over you as you study. <laughs> I mean, the, the、uh, well, the, people are different. Some people enjoy that experience apparently, and that is a group of people. And another group of influencers would genuinely share, like Yushun said, their experience, their techniques of study. And they would gain a lot of followers, so that's why influencers influence. They want followers. They want to share their experience. And I have to say, there is definitely the third group of influencers. They started to sell groceries, oh, sell pens, and、um, I think translating little translator machines and little things、oh. that will help you build up your vocabulary, different pens, different notebooks, and just these different things. They started to sell, and the study even started to、uh, create their own brand. And apparently, if you like them enough, you'll be able to、uh, contribute to their pocket.、Mm-hmm. So.、Um Self-study live stream or self-study、uh, content、uh, spins in, into a business selling stationery or any other study-related、uh, commodities. I mean, some, something sounds a way to make a living, but is it sustainable? I would sadly say yes,、What? because there's always that need. I mean. Maybe, perhaps, after a while, we would only see several、um, of these, let's say, really good and really major bloggers or influencers. But there's always the need. There will always be people turning to the fifth or the fourth grade of university, and they are thinking about what to do. Maybe they want to pursue postgraduate study, and at that stage, maybe they turn on their phone. They realize there is this. Influencer, they want to follow them. There will always be people who want to, let's say, find meaning in their life or restart studying, even if they have already started working. So I, I'm not saying this is a lucrative business. I'm not saying all these influencers would be super rich and successful. But what I'm seeing here is that these kind of influencers would not disappear in a short period of time. It certainly makes them look nice. I mean, study has always been something that Chinese people pay a lot of attention to and attaches greater importance to, obviously. And、uh, there's all, even a tendency to glorify、uh, the idea、mm. of study. And so,、uh, if you were to be a study influencer, it sounds so much better than, let's say, a, a makeup influencer. Um, so, um, well. 
I, I guess that's it. And uh, <laughs> and also, I the the other thing as I was thinking about this issue is that um, yes, study is important, but um, there are different ways of study. In fact, some people mm-hmm. might need the extra hundred pairs of eyes to look at them while they study, and some people just want need a quiet place and they have their own plans. They have their own study schedule and they do it in their own ways and they don't want people to watching over them so there are different ways we study in different ways and then there are different ways that suits different types of people so if in any way these uh, study influences helps you uh, achieve your goal then perhaps um, well they do have their value yeah to but exist. totally but i would suggest do not strictly follow the so-called experience or so-called let's say valuable techniques they share what, what like, harm could come out from following them <laughs> religiously yeah because like let me say everyone's different their way of studying might not suit you and you have to always find out what what is your way of learning? What is the best way for you? For example, I am very sensitive to listening. When I listen mm. to things, I'm faster. But there are a lot of people who need to write things down for them to remember. People are different. And one thing that, oh, see, when I just finished tacking the techniques, I'm going to share one of my techniques. So so <laughs> for you to choose if you like it. Oh, try to be a steady influencer, aren't you? <laughs> Trying really hard. My um, idea is that instead of just um, continue to learn and try to remember. Maybe one way is to share or teach what you have just learned to your friends or to your classmates. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes output is a little bit more effective than input. Only inputting, like putting the knowledge in your in your head and trying to remember them and trying to just store them there. I feel like that is just the one way. And you should try the other way. One, you actually try to explain things to other people. When you try to teach what you have just learned to your classmates. When you try to explain a concept quite clear in a little mini podcast product that you plan to send to Roundtable to be your Unitalk challenge um, Mm. work, you would find (laughs) that it's much, much effective that you would find that you understand what you're trying to share with others, what you're trying to teach others much deeper. And that piece of knowledge actually becomes something that you can utilize. Mm. Mm -hmm. So my takeaway is that um, the efficiency of studying is I think way more important than the hours that you study because we can see a lot of videos are you know stressing that how long they've been studying but the thing is efficiency can like play a more important role in this regard and um that's why i said everyone should um have different um and their own schedule because one thing is that you should study on your own pace and another is that i think rest is very important when <laughs> studying because you need to let your brain restart every day because if you are just keeping piling up everything in your mind in one day, you'll be just overwhelmed. And um, you know, um, I I I'm not that kind of a person who will you know keep watching these kind of videos, is because uh, especially when there is a very important exam coming up, um, I need to focus. And when I need to focus, I need to be alone. I cannot just you know get disrupted by the surrounding no matter it's people or just like sounds so um when is with some i think um limitation of time and um the uh, and when it's a very important exam i need to 
you know, actually focus and um, let no- nobody to interrupt, interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> One final tip I really like to share is that stop putting the articles, the videos, the online courses that you feel ooh these are good into your collection file. Stop doing that. It's not studying, and you are not doing anybody any favor. And the sheer Action of putting it in the collection file makes your brain thinking that oh this is this is good. I have put it in the collection file. It's safe now. I do not have to um to utilize any of my brain power to try to understand or try to remember it. So it's there when I need it. I will be able to find it. Guess what? That idea or that action would hurt. Any attempt of remembering or understanding the content in the video or in the passage, just when you have time, just read it. Don't put it in the collection file. That's why there is a new term: watch next and watch later file. So you don't put. You never in- watch later. <laughs> <laughs> Hoarding it does not equal to、um, reading or studying. So、uh, no. mind you,、um, it's it's nice to have a lifelong goal of studying, but it's important to do it on your own pace. You're listening to Roundtable. Up next,、uh, the McGook effect explained. Looking for passion? How about fiery debate? Want to hear about current events in China from different perspectives? Then tune in to Roundtable, where East meets West, and understanding is the goal. Welcome back to Roundtable. Ever felt like you have difficulty understanding a sentence or the lyric of a music or, in fact, the name of somebody who you just met? Turns out there's a scientific explanation to it, and it's called McGurk effect. Hmm. Yes. Um. So first of all, um. Let's say if you have difficulties in understanding one's dialogue when. You, you know, watching videos without subtitles, or you feel uncomfortable when the audio and video or subtitle are are not synchronized. Then it is actually pretty natural, and <laughs> because it is Why backed is it by the this this scientific、uh, effect. So,、um, in 1976, British psychologist Harry McGurk and、uh, John McDonald stumbled upon a peculiar phenomenon during an Experiment on speech perception. So when you here's the experiment. Okay, don't think it is weird. When you are hearing ga, but seeing the speaker's mouth speaking ba, and you will actually think it's da. So I'm creating things that does not exist. Yes, which reveals、hmm. that vision will actually affect people's hearing. So what we're seeing here, or what we're talking about here, is not simply just not look, not being able to look at lip movements when you're talking. It's more like if the lip movements does not match the sound you're hearing, you will be able to create new things to、mm. further mislead your brain. More directly is like due to the inconsistency between visual information received and auditory information received. Visual information influences auditory information. Causing individuals to perceive an incorrect third sound, and this phenomenon is known as the McGurk 
effect.、Mm. So we are actually leveraging information that we collect in various ways, including visual, audio, and perhaps even tactical, to come up with our own conclusion about what we are going through.、Uh, mm. And in this case, particularly pertaining to what we are listening to,、uh, we don't only get it from what we hear from from our ears, but also, in fact,、uh, from other ways. For instance, from the movement of tips or from subtitles that we are watching、uh, at a film or、uh, on TV.、Mm. And I can. Totally related, and、um, you have、I、problem was, understanding people on TV. <laughs> when yeah, when I was first time seeing this article,、uh, I can fully understand because、um, I have always been experiencing this because I wear glasses for short sighted, and、um, my hearing ability will be affected when I was <laughs> not wearing glasses. And in this case,、um, I have to, you know, applause for all of our. Roundtable listeners,、um, because as we are a radio and podcast show, right, and there is no subtitles or scripts for our show, and they can always understand what we are saying, and、um, yeah, and we're really thankful. For and、that. for those of you who have difficulty learning or understanding roundtable shows, it's not actually, your fault or not or our fault. No, no, no. It's just human. And also, we are thinking about uploading our shows on YouTube and other platform, video platforms、mm. with subtitles. So、Ooh. maybe in that form, you would find it a bit easier to understand roundtable.、Mm-hmm. And also, I think when I was reading this article, I was thinking, what did ancient people do? They do not have subtitles when they're, for example, appreciating picking opera. Maybe they'll find it hard to understand what the actors are are singing and. Yeah, I, I always admire people who could、uh, follow the Peking Opera because I, for one, couldn't understand what uh, the uh, artist or the、uh, actress, actors and actresses were were saying. In fact, in the lyrics. And after doing a little bit of research, I realized if you attend such,、um, let's say, shows and Peking Opera performances, you would actually be handed a. Little book, a little booklet of lyrics. So ancient people had the same problem. So don't beat yourself up. So、mm. subtitles in the form of little booklets. Yes. So you can know what's <laughs> going on there. Yeah. Right. I think it also has something to do with your daily practice and custom. Yeah, and because、um, if you are used to not observing the other person's face while speaking, then you don't. Pay attention to lip movements. Then you may be less likely affected.、Mm-hmm. And I guess language also plays a part. I mean, some languages make it harder to、uh, really tell one word from another. For instance, in in Chinese, there are a lot of homophones, especially pertaining to people's names. You shouldn't.、Uh, there could be many words, <laughs> you know, for the word "you" or any many words for the word "shun." Who am I to how how am I to know what what words you're using? So always ask for、uh, how their names are spelled, how their names are written、mm. when you are addressing、uh, when you are meeting a Chinese person for the first time. So and there you go, some、uh, scientific explanation for some phenomena that we are experiencing in our daily lives. And、uh, I believe that's all the time we have for our discussion today. If you haven't heard enough,、uh, you remember you can always find us on your favorite pod- podcast platforms at Roundtable China. Thank you for listening.